We're joined now by the uh, new head football coach who uh, I have uh, corresponded with but have not uh, talked to yet, and obviously I haven't talked to you on the radio yet, so we uh, welcome to the program, and that, of course, is Pat Sherma. Coach, welcome. How are you? Great, Mike. How are you? My pleasure. Hey. Thank you, and uh, ni- nice to have you in town, and, uh, and uh, good to talk to you. Well, I appreciate your letter way back when. Uh, it was well, one of the, yes, thank you. You welcomed me to town, like you said. You did all the previous head coaches, so um, I was uh, glad that you thought of me. Well, yeah, and you know, it's funny. It's almost like there's a little uh, symmetry here because your uncle, Fritz Shermer, really broke Bill Parcells into the business with the Patriots and was always one of his favorites. So there is like a, a little link here from your, uh, you know, uncle who was a great coach and was the guy who was Mike Holmgren's defensive coordinator for the great Packer teams. And there's a little bit of a circle there with the, which coach Parcells and yourself. No question. Uh, you know, I interacted with coach Parcells through the years and uh, we'd always uh, reminisce about uh, how much, they enjoyed each other, and I know my uncle thought thought the world of Bill. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was good. So I'm I'm very uh, fortunate to be a part of a couple of coaching trees. Although I never really worked for Bill, having worked for guys who did. Most recently, Mike Zimmer, who talked to him frequently. I sort of sort of feel like I know him a little better than most. Absolutely, and Bill has great respect for Mike Zimmer. I know that for a fact. He's talked about him many, many times and did for your uncle, who I knew and was a, a wonderful coach, really one of, the, one of the guys who was one of the real solid guys who was around this league for a long time and accomplished a lot. I mean, you know, fans might not know Fritz Sherman, but people who are football people know Fritz Sherman, that's for sure. Yeah, he was, uh, he was a good, solid football coach. You know, he loved the game. Uh, I learned a lot from him because he – he was one of the first guys that that taught me to hey keep it real keep it simple you know do the right stuff but do enough stuff so that the the players can do what they do best. And how about uh, playing for George Perlis, which I know you were on mm-hmm. those Michigan you were on those Lorenzo White Michigan State teams if I remember right. No question. No yeah, question. So I remember those teams well. And, you know, uh, how about playing for George Perlis, who also had an interesting NFL background? He sure did. He, he, he came to Michigan State as alma mater with four Super Bowl rings. And, you know, he built us into a Rose Bowl championship team. And, you know, again, a vintage coach. It was all about toughness. And um, I learned a great deal from him, certainly playing for him and then working for him. And, you know, those are – you know, you mentioned uh, a small handful of guys that had a huge impact on me as a player and then eventually as a coach. You know, I've said this recently. We've had a lot of new coaches in town recently. And one of the things I took from him, Pat, was that a lot of them talked about the player-coach relationship and about being there for the player and, you know, even being very close to the player. Do you think now, has it changed for you? Is it, do you have to coach this player in 2018 differently than in the past? I don't know if you coach him any differently. I, I, I do think you got to be willing to have the tough conversation with a player, number one. But you can't do that until you develop a relationship with him so that, you know, you're communicating, you know. And so I think – one of the things that I really felt like I did better this time around, um, you know, compared to Cleveland, was when I first got the job here, I reached out to as many of the players as I could to start that that open line of communication early, and I think it's it's paying dividends. You know, we've we we've started 
developing relationships early on, and, and I see how it's it's growing as now that we're now that we're working together on the field. You have a reputation for being a quarterback guy. Uh, mm-hmm. You have a lot of weapons here with this offense now, with Beckham right. and Barkley and your tight end, etc., and a veteran quarterback who's been a big winner. Uh, and what he brings. Uh, what uh, kind of offense do you envision? This year, what can you tell the folks and the fans about what kind of offense you envision this year? Well, I can only tell you about my foundation. You know, I was really trained in this league in the West Coast style of offense. You know, I went off on my own and developed some things, and then, you know, and then uh, I spent three years with Chip in Philadelphia, where I was impressed by how tempo can affect the defense. You know, and then most recently in Minnesota more of a three-digit type setting, which is more of a huddle-based. but And so it kind of blended it all together into a system that I feel like is very quarterback-friendly. You know, we're fortunate here that we've we've got an outstanding quarterback who's won two Super Bowls. And uh, it's really fun to work with Eli because he's a true pro. He gets it. You, you don't really have to go through a long litany of reasons why you want to do something. And then he can talk to you about it and say, hey, listen, maybe this will make it better. And so it's Mike and I were just talking about what a, what a joy it is to have a, a a pro like Eli who who can still play. Trust me, he can still play based on what I've seen so far. Well, his durability has been amazing. I mean, legendary. And he's always been a guy. I mean, last year, look at the Eagle game as an example of anyone who thought he lost it. Look at that game. He's always had a very good ability to throw the deep ball, and he's never been hurt. So he's uh, he's been he's young for his age. I think more than anything else. No question. You know he he poked fun at me when he when I said first I said he was the healthiest thirty seven year old I'd ever seen and then he said well you obviously don't know many thirty seven year olds <laughs> which I can appreciate and but he really does take good care of himself I've always marveled at how healthy he's you know been able to stay through the years and you know that's certainly the first piece to be able to stay out there and you know he gets it and it's he's really really fun to work with and. You know, he, he can help. He's going to help move move us forward quicker than some other guys for sure. We're talking with the new Giant head coach, Pat Shermer. Coach, you, you know, an offense likes to have one guy who can create mismatches. You have at least three and three very prominent ones. That uh, yeah. offers you a lot of different things. First of all, I know you're still learning with Barkley, but what can you tell us so far that you've seen in the couple of days you've been around him? Well, we certainly haven't been disappointed at all. You know, and he – Started out with the rookie camp, and he, you know, he shined there. And then we had a week of just training, um, you know, separate from the defense, and he did a nice job there. And then, then in the last two OTAs here, he's he's been able to show that he's an instinctive runner. He does a good job catching the ball. Um, he's really been pretty aware, and we've done blitz drills where he's been able to pick up gotcha. pick up his protection. So he's done all the things we need him to do. We've seen it. And now it's just a matter of him being able to rep it and smooth it out. And obviously he's going to have to be able to pick up the blitz if he wants to play. So that's uh, something that he probably hasn't done a lot of, but he right. uh, but he seems to pretty adept at it. He does. And, you know, first off, you got to know who to block. And, you know, the the guys on defense are moving fast, you know, and he's got a real good feel for the concept of pass protection. You know, you're exactly right. There's not a lot of that going on in, in college ball, um, but he's displayed to us the ability to do it. And then being able to and willing to step up and, and take on a blitzer, which he's shown that he can do. So, yeah, we're, we're, 
we're happy with that. And it sounds like Beckham has been uh, there and very much involved in everything. He's tuned in. Um, yeah, again, I'm I'm looking at this thing with fresh eyes. And, Absolutely, you should. Yeah. And I tell you what, he he's I mean he's dialed in. He's doing everything he can. He's chomping at the bit. You know, I'm sure he feels like he's healthier than he is, and you know he's still got some rehab left to do. But you know he was out there today, and um, you know we got to sort of hold him back, kind of take his helmet away, if you know to be said another way. How about Will Hernandez? There's a guy who uh, I thought just looked so impressive. Just when I I didn't see him play much in college, but to watch him on yeah. the video looked like a, a monster. Is, are we talking about seeing him at both left and right early, or you, have you made a decision on where he'll play? Will he play both guards, or until you make a decision, or have you made a decision? Yeah, well, you know, he's he, he's played most of his career at left guard, you know, and I think we want to make sure we maximize the experience that 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 he's had there. So we're playing him mostly at left. Um, you know, he gets a few few reps at at right right guard, but we're going to try to blend him in there as quickly as possible. You know, I think Dave mentioned that he's a natural 330 pounder. Right. I'm not sure what that is, but that's a big man. <laughs> it know? is a big man, and I mean, he just looks. You know, some guys it just looks like they can walk in and step in and play the first day. He looks like one of those guys. Yeah, well, there's certainly a lot to learn as a rookie, but you know, we're, we've been thrilled with what we've seen so far. How about Flowers? Doing great. You know, I think you know he's been here a couple weeks now, and you know he's. Uh, He's doing he's doing an outstanding job. You know, looks pretty good to me. Again, fresh eyes, but he looks pretty good to me at right tackle. And you know, I think he's come in. There's a lot of new going on, and especially a lot of it for him uh, moving positions. Right. But you know, I, we were watching. We were walking off the practice field today, and there was Nate Solder and and Eric Flowers working together where Nate Solder was, you know, simulating a rush to try to help him get some extra sets. So, you know, there's a camaraderie there with the O-line. Um, and, and it appears to me like Eric's a very quiet young man, as most people, I'm just learning that, right. but I, I guess a lot of people know that. Um, but you can see that they're they're building a camaraderie and the, the fellows that have been here a few weeks ahead of him have, have welcomed him in and Seems like they're doing well. Good for him. You know that it's a again another new lease on life if he can move over to that right side and do a job after some tough times on the left side. We're talking with uh, the Giant head coach Pat Shermer, and Ingram's another guy that you know has a lot of versatility and and a lot of explosiveness. Uh, how about what you've seen from your tight end so far? Yeah, he's he's just that. You know he he can get going now. You know he's hard to keep up with when he gets running, and I feel like he's. Uh, He's done a good job catching the ball. I think he and Eli are getting on the same page with regard to their routes. Um, you know, it's there's not enough physicality in this time of year for most coaches, but he's working working hard on his blocking. And so I'm looking forward to seeing him seeing him in action. He's and he, again, he's a very dialed in guy with great attention to detail and so it would make sense for us to throw it to him. That's a lot of bells and whistles on offense, especially for the Giants. You know, that's not their kind of, you know, listen, they've had Beckham for years, but, I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of fun to, and a lot of stuff to play with on offense right there, a lot, a lot of weapons. Well, and, you know, we still feel like we got other guys, too. Yeah, I know. know. Shepard's a good mean, player. Shepard's I mean, absolutely. Player. But those three Cody guys Latimer. are really scary guys. I mean, they really can be, you know? No doubt. No I, doubt. So, I, that gives you a lot to play with. We're, we're hopeful it'll turn into touchdowns. How about on defense? What would your overall picture be so far? 
I think it's good. I think they're uh, the guys that were here a year ago. I think are, are really excited about the new scheme. You know, which you know, on first and second down when teams are in twenty-one and yep. and twelve personnel, you know, it's going to be different and it'll look different and feel different. And so, um, the guys that were here are enjoying learning a new scheme. Uh, it looks to me like they're picking it up pretty well. Uh, they're doing a decent job. You know decent job of everybody communicating and you know that's the that's the beauty of the OTAs now they can do more and more of it but you know guys like OV you know he he played in this style of defense before he came here from you know when he was in Miami so not new for him you know we've we've brought in some other pieces that'll help us when when we are playing base and then really when you get to third down you know everybody in the league looks the same primarily right. on third down absolutely four-man rush and you do your very best to cover and your nickel corner is like a starter and so you know that's really what our game has become so it'll be different um it'll be something new for our common opponents to um to study for and well, it'd be key if they, you know, you got a couple of guys there who you talk about fresh thoughts, Pat. You know, Eli Apple obviously uh, mm-hmm. could use a fresh thought. Plus, a couple of guys who two years ago played all world. You know, I thought uh, obviously it was going to be hard for Collins to have the same year. I don't think he had the same year. And then I thought Snacks Harrison fell off last year. Two years ago, he was the best run stopper in the league. Last year right. it was a little different. But there's a guy who's got a lot of ability too. So you got some guys there you can really, you know, use as uh, centerpieces. No doubt. No doubt. And, you know, you mentioned Eli. Eli's been terrific. You know, and now seeing him in person, I, I knew what he was all about physically. And But seeing him in person and seeing the way he works and how how detailed he is, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for him. And that's ultimately excited for us. I think he's he's got a chance to be an outstanding player. And so I've seen, you know, I, I've seen the good in Eli. So and and we're hoping that we can get more of it. And then, you know, in terms of snacks, you know, I've playing against them. I mean, that is a hard guy to knock around. He is and, good against the run, boy. He, he really is, is. He, I mean, he is a different dimension in terms of, uh, you know, playing the run. Is so, he all right? Didn't I hear he's not there? So was he was excused, right? Is he okay? Yeah, yeah, he's fine. Okay, you know, I I'm, I'm aware of why he's not here. And, okay, yeah, well. It's he's, it's it's fine. All right, so it's not not anything to be worried about as no, far as injuries no. or anything else. So uh, right now, uh, as you go through these early paces and and get ready for a training camp, uh, how do you feel about your club overall? Well, I think you know you you go through each day and you try to get the most out of it, and I try to compare OTA two here to maybe a year ago in Minnesota or my years you know in Philadelphia and. You know, I think we're on track. I really do. I mean, we got a heck of a lot of work to do, but you know, with the way the guys have committed themselves to being great, with what they're doing in the weight room and how they're challenging each other on the practice field and competing, um, we're not there yet, but we're certainly on the right track. What did you learn from being a now? You know, every situation is different, and right. there's a lot to learn as a head coach in this league. But what did you learn from the first time around? Well, I wish I knew then what I know now. You know, I think, you know, life doesn't work that way, certainly. But, um, you know, I had a list of things that I wanted to get done in the first month to six weeks, and I just kept clicking them off um, and do it in a better way than I did it in in Cleveland. And, you know, it starts by putting a staff together. And I felt like 
was really, really impressed with the, the guys that we were able to hire here. Were you happy with what you, did you get? Like people say now it's very hard to put a staff together because of the way college pays and a lot of different reasons. That's a lot harder these days to put a staff together. Are you happy with the staff? Did you get what you wanted out of your staff? I'm thrilled. I'm okay. thrilled. And okay. to to your point, though, it is it is difficult because, you know, typically there's six or eight jobs changing hands, and you know you're competing from guy for guys. Yep. And, you know the NFL pool of of candidates is you know is small and and a lot of guys you know, don't want to come here because it's expensive. So you got to worry about that too because it's hard, it's more expensive to live around here. So that's harder too. Well, that's harder. But on the flip side, everybody understands what it means to work for the New York Football Giants. No question. No question. And so on, on the flip side, there's a, you know, I, I was probably, you know, at the front of the list for some guys because this is a first class. Oh, no question. Know, this Absolutely. is first class all the way. And you know, it's very rare when you walk into the building and the first showcase that you, you know, you pass has got four Lombardi trophies in it. So. You know, we feel like it's in our DNA. We just gotta, just gotta dig it back out. No, that's true. I mean, listen. You know, there are there are a handful of franchises that have that kind of credibility, and now you're running one of them. There's no question. Yeah, no, it's 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 great. And you know, I feel I understand the responsibility that comes with being the coach. And you know, I feel great about it. To your point, I feel great about the guys that we've 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 hired. I feel great about what we've done to the roster. And, you know, hey, let's just put a ball down, let all the people in the building do their work. And um, if I can just stay out of the way and watch it happen, then we're on the right pace. What's your message to your team? I mean, are you a guy that has what, – what, what kind of what guy are you for as far as uh, the leadership you're going to provide for this team? What, what, are, what are players here from you as far as expectations and about what you want from your players? Well, I'm, I'm pretty much a stay-in-the-moment guy. And, you know, I've, I've – Every morning when they come in, I ask them to be better than in the evening than they were when they got there. And you know, I I think if you just keep working, you just keep chasing greatness by getting better every single day. Then you know we're going to get where we need to go. And uh, you know, Dave and his staff and the you know we've I think we've done a really good job of building a roster of 90 guys that number one love to play football. That's where that starts, you know. Sometimes the best answer when you're talking to a young man is, hey, what would you do if you didn't have football? Sometimes the best answer is, I don't know, because this is all I want to do, you know. And so, you know, I think we've got some very talented guys on our team, but we got a lot of guys that love to play football. And then, secondly, you want guys that understand what it means to, to have a, a healthy relationship, which means they want to be coached. You know, that's that's where the relationship and communication stuff comes in and then and then you got to have guys that understand that they're playing the, the, this is the ultimate team game. So when I see Nate Solder working with Eric Flowers who he doesn't even know, you know, you, you know there's the be, there's the beginnings of it. You yeah. know, and so you put you put 90 guys on the field like that and then force us to make the really tough decisions. Okay, who's the 53 of this 90 that we're going to keep? And then, then, then you got a chance, and so that's that's where we're at right now. I think we're just trying to get as good as we can be and execute our systems and schemes, and 
as we get closer to that first game, then we'll start worrying about Jacksonville. You've known this. Listen, you've been right around this team a lot from where you were coaching. Uh, so you know the Giants. Everyone knows the Giants. Everyone knows Eli Manning very well. Everyone knows a lot of the Giant personnel well. What was your? What did you think about from the outside looking in on the Giants? Was it what you what you found so far? Was what you expected and what you saw from the other side or no? Well, you don't totally. I didn't know totally what to expect, but I do know this. You know, all those years in Philly, 13 of them, you know, we get in the bus and we come up the turnpike. I was always looking forward to it because I just felt like it was an iconic place. And, you know, I've always felt that, you know, the whole, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. So I felt like, you know, just as an eagle at the time, you know, if we could come up here and compete and, and beat the Giants, then then we had a chance. And so uh, I've always been fascinated by the New York football giants, this region. And now as I'm sitting in my office, you know, we're, we need to develop a blue collar team. This is, this is a blue collar setting. Now, obviously across the river, you know, the lights are bright and all that, but um, you know, there's some things that I didn't expect about it, but like what it's all good. Like what? It's all good. I just, I just feel like, I just really do feel like we've got to develop a blue-collar team. And, you know, I've talked to uh, Tuck and I've talked to Strahan. I've talked to guys and, right. you know, when at the core when they were really, really good around here. Their defense first. They were good on defense. Always, always. They had a solid offensive line that protect the passer. Run the ball. And, and run the ball yep. and do all the things that are super important if you're going to build a winning team. And yep. I think – that's where we got to keep. That's where we got to keep our eye on the ball. And even though across the river here, it's very fancy. We got to make sure we're we're down and dirty over here. No, you listen. You hit it right on the head. I mean, you know, there's franchises like the Bears, the Giants, where you know the heritage is defense. I mean, it just is. It's windy, rainy, cold days, and it's defense. I mean, that's what it is. That's kind of. It's never been flashy, but this team of yours could be pretty flashy this year. Well, we're hopeful. I, I don't know about flashy, but I sure want that ball players. to go across. Get we got to get that ball across the goal line. You know, I think that's the most important piece. And I don't care if we crawl it across, <laughs> run it across, throw it across, kick it across. Let's just get that sucker across the goal line. And then, you know, I told Betsy the other day, just keep him out of the end zone. You know, and then what was your things th- will work out. What was your thought, considering your background, what was your thoughts about watching the Eagles finally win a, uh, a championship? Well, you know, I lived I lived that for 13 years, yep. you know, and, you know, I, you know, there's a lot of people in that building that I work with that, that I admire a great deal. And, you know, I certainly was happy for them. Um, they worked hard for it. To their credit, they, I mean, they built an outstanding team. And, they got to the they got to the end game and they won it. So, kudos to them, and I'm happy for them. But um, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, that's that's <laughs> enough. And and the other thing is that you notice, and I don't know if it would change anything. Your early schedule. I mean, listen, you got to play them all. We know how it works. But your early schedule is it's 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 not easy. Yeah. You know, I I think the schedules are always difficult. You know, but hey, we'll play them one at a time. You know, I think we. You know, we start at home against Jacksonville, then go to Houston and or Dallas and Houston, and then come back and play New Orleans, and go to Carolina, then play Thursday night against Philly. So yeah, those are all outstanding teams, and um, we're going to have to be ready to go. 
Well, listen, uh, pleasure to talk to you. Uh, we're looking forward to the season. Last year wasn't the best of years. Uh, this town has had plenty of great years with that franchise, as you know, and Giant fans always expect a lot from their team. So uh, I think they're very excited. They're excited with what's going on in the draft. They're excited having you in town. So we're looking forward to good things this year. Mike, I enjoyed my maiden voyage talking Thank to you. you. Appreciate it very much, Coach. Good luck to you. All right. Thanks, Mike. Okay. See you. Pat Sharma, the uh, head coach of the football Giants.